0: well good morning again and welcome to press church my name is sean lee and i'm the lead pastor here and today you have a treat you get to uh hear our teaching team all of us uh jason allison he's our pastor of spiritual formation here and then cr pendleton our executive pastor here and uh we have a uh, hopefully a treat for you i always enjoy uh (laughs) the week i don't
1: know (laughs) There you
0: go. Uh, I always enjoy the weeks that that they're up here. One, because um, we each have, you know, a different thought on things. And so you get to get to hear multiple, uh, multiple sources of wisdom, put it that way. But before we get into that, I want to uh, welcome all you again, those of you watching online, welcome. Um, There is a QR code that you're going to see on the screen and I want to, if you uh, have a phone, you can get that out, and it takes you to uh, basically a website where there's multiple links, and you can also see all the things that are happening uh, here at Press Church, so it's a way for you to connect uh, with us uh, and really see what's happening. Uh, I do wanna highlight, we are in the middle of a toy drive in conjunction with our partnership with the Delaware Dream Center. We're collecting toys, and we are going to be taking those uh, next, saturday so you have one more sunday to to get those toys in so if you have some that you didn't bring today or want to bring you've got one more sunday to bring those in um and i just want to you know recognize that partnership every monday night we actually do grocery delivery with the delaware dream center so if you are somebody that's looking for a way to serve whether yourself or with your family it's a very family friendly um, time. Actually, Jason is there almost most Mondays, and so if you have any questions about serving there or anything that they're doing, uh, you can talk to Jason afterwards, uh, and he can help uh, give you any insight or direction to serving there. But we've been partnering with them for, gosh, almost two years now, a year and a half, two years, um, and they, they do so many good things, and for us, it's really important to have uh, just good people to work with that are doing good things in ways that we can um, get outside of ourselves and and serve people. So um, that's a that's a great uh, a great way. If you don't uh, do the whole QR code thing, um, please come to us after service. We have a connect table out in the lobby. Um, we will. I know myself yeah. and Jason will, will be out there. Uh, if you have any questions, if you're new, if you whatever it may be, come out there and say hi to us. Um, that way, if you do have questions or don't like the, you know electronic stuff with QR codes. There's other ways to connect, and we would love to make sure that we're connecting with you on that way. Uh, the last thing I wanna do is, I wanna encourage you uh, uh, generosity today. If you uh, give to Press Church, I wanted, this is a great time to remind yourself to give. You can text to give, we have a box by the back exit, and also through the QR code, you can find um, our giving platform to give. Um, it's really through your support and through your generosity that we can do the things uh, that we do here. Um, and and what's great is, I don't know if you guys were here last uh, Sunday, we got to have a baptism and a dedication, which is so amazing. And I was just telling our team, it's it's a joint effort. It's all of you guys that play a part in it. It's our Press Kids ministry. Um, it's, it's everything to show families and people that we care about them, and we truly uh, want to see them know Jesus. And so, again, it's your support that helps things like that happen, uh, lives changed, uh, people you know, getting to know jesus and, and and putting their faith in him so that's that's a huge a huge thing um i also want to thank uh you um over the last couple weeks really since the beginning of this series um that we're in right now we've been talking about generosity and for you to step into generosity and we have had a handful of people um step in and take steps of of faith maybe uh to give to the church we've had a handful of first-time givers we've had some people who have set up recurring giving for the first time through our online platform we've had some people give gifts over and above what they usually give and then even people who have added to their to their weekly or monthly giving and so uh from us to you we just want to thank you like it's so cool to see you trusting uh what we are doing here and and being a part, really partnering with us in seeing the mission of, of the church go forward. It's it's not a small thing and we know that. Anytime you talk about money or generosity, um, that is a big space of, of trust and giving over trust to God. And so we just wanna thank you um, for the steps of faith that you guys have taken uh, even up to this point. So it really means a lot. And speaking of trust, we are in a series called In God We Trust question uh, mark. Is it God that we trust? Um, over the last month and a half, uh, we've been looking at that very question. You know, what does it look like to trust God? You know, we've worked through areas uh, that God has asked us to trust him in, and as well as address, like, what are the things that get in the way of that? Like, what are things that, that make it difficult to trust God? As I said, I always enjoy having Sierra and Jason up here. Um, I you think... just
2: like it because we make you look even better. You put two ugly <laughs> guys it in is? The, Yeah, that's, is that, that's why you is like that what it. it is? Oh, yeah, I'm sure.
0: No, I, I think it's great. You know, something that you guys don't get to see is, you know, every Tuesday morning we get together and we talk through the message for the week. And we, we're working through ideas. That's when we go film our car videos. If you've been here, you've seen our car videos. We we get together, we hop in a car, we talk about the message. And it's really in those spaces that we get to work through different angles and different ideas around whatever we're talking about. And I, I think it's really... What we tend to do as people is we put ourselves in, in little vacuums uh, and we get in echo chambers where we only talk to people who think exactly like us, and as much as we agree on a lot, we are very different people, and I think it's really cool to to work through different elements. Uh, if it was just one of us, you know it would only speak to you know a certain type of person. but in in the team and us working together, I think we get to uh, to really work through uh, the message and and the series that we're in and so i want to i want to open it up and and really have you guys hear a little bit of even our stories of what does it look like trusting god like where do we struggle uh trusting god because i think if if we were to take a poll in here like each of us have different areas that we struggle trusting god and some of that has to do with you know maybe our, our past our history things we've we've dealt with um and and we all have different experiences and i think that's what's it's, it's always uh for me it's very cool to talk to different people because everybody comes with different perspectives and so i thought it'd be cool today to to really work through that and cr like you have so, like you have trust issues <laughs> right so like what <laughs> that was like, maybe that was like... <laughs> no but like i, I think it's, it's it's cool for us for you guys to say okay like see us as pastors like we we are working through this stuff too i i never want it to be like oh you guys talk from the front and Everything's perfect. No, like we, the things that we talk about are very much things that we are working through as well. So I thought it'd be cool for us to tell a little bit of our stories and things of of where we are trusting God and maybe even working to trust God more. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: yeah, I'm definitely not perfect. I mean, maybe you. You're are, perfect. Sean, uh, no, I'm sorry. per. No, just ask Bethany. Uh, you, ask you, my wife. I'm not you perfect. You definitely look perfect, but uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, that's what, there's a danger in this. This is why I always like uh, try to downplay. I don't even like the, the, the title pastor. Like when people call me pastor, <laughs> it's like, it comes with all this baggage and people think you're supposed to be a certain way. You have these expectations out of like, he must really be holy and have his life together. And it's like, <laughs> No, I don't. Okay. I don't. <laughs> it's been uh, a, a lifelong uh, journey of a lot of ups and downs and a lot of things that uh, are very challenging. Right. And so we all have this stuff. We have these things that we, uh, maybe you grew up in a dysfunctional household. Maybe you, uh, maybe you didn't, maybe you grew up in beaver Cleaverland, I don't know, <laughs> but like we, we all go through stuff and, and those challenges can look different for every one of us. Um, but it's, and how we respond to these the difficulties of life and where we turn in that and uh, you know a lot of times what we've been talking about in this series is we we try to uh, find things that help us avoid pain right mm. We try to find things that allow us to, um, kind of sidestep maybe necessary lessons and things that we actually need to work through. Yeah. So money can be those things, you know, entertainment. Uh, I think in the, in the opening video, we have drugs and alcohol and, and all these kinds of things. And it's like, and that, that would be typical. You'd hear, a tr- you'd go to a church and people would say, you know, drugs and alcohol and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, uh, spending your money certain ways and blah, blah, blah is bad stuff. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe not. It really depends. Uh, explain, CR. You're right. Let's, let's explain. Let's dig into that. Right? You didn't have that in your notes. I, I didn't have that in my notes. Uh,
2: Wait, do you guys have notes?
1: Well, and I think the challenge of all of this is, is that uh, a lot of times when people engage the church, they're looking for a list of do's and do nots. We want to know what we're getting the A on what we're not getting the A on. What things we can check off, oh, I'm holy, I've done this. I've, I've done the things, the expectations, and now, you know, it's all good. I'm good, right? I'm good, yeah. And that's not it. That is not it. You're not going to hear us go down that path here at Press. Like, it, and you know what? It drives some people bonkers because <laughs> they want us to go, vote this way act this way, do this and you're holy, do that. And you're not, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, we won't do that. We're putting out uh, scripture. We try to use, uh, Jesus as a primary example, as the center point that we're all aiming to. Yeah. And you know what, we're all going to struggle following after him. Mm-hmm. The point is to follow after him and it's right. going to look kind of messy right. all along the way. And, uh, at the end of the day, um, Yeah, Sean, you asked me, okay, well, where do you struggle? It's like, oh my gosh, I could give you, you know, (laughs) particularly, you know, when we're talking about trusting God, I think uh, my story would be way too long to even get into, and I couldn't even get into any of the details, but uh, I did have, there was a lot of challenges that I had growing up, and a lot of that caused caused me to really uh, struggle in trusting that God loves me, that there is this loving God who is taking care of me and actually cares for me even when things don't feel very good, even when things are kind of bad. This doesn't feel very loving. (laughs) Right. It doesn't feel loving, right? Because we want, and and it's sad because the church has uh, put forth this message a lot of times that, you know, uh, if you follow God, your life will turn out wonderful and everything will be, you won't have any real challenges and everything will be you know, you'll be blessed. What does blessed even mean? Right. Hashtag blessed in that context. And that is not it. Okay. That is a false depiction of the journey with Jesus. It just doesn't work that way. So, um, and, but the world tells us, you know, if you have particular outcomes that you're doing well, you know, you have a certain education, you make a certain amount of money, you do, uh, you have these earthly successes, then you're doing good. And that's what good is. And uh, the scriptures uh, tell us something very, very different, mm. that those things don't define us, yeah. that that those uh, earthly successes are actually, they get in the way <laughs> a lot of times of our relationship with Jesus. So, um, So, yeah, the biggest uh, struggle for me in trust is kind of letting go of that and understanding that sometimes the things that we go through in life and the challenges that we're dealing with, uh, they are part of God actually discipling us. It is God molding us and allowing us to go through things that we don't like to do. We don't like to deal with that and that that God is actually loving us in in that process. And there's this other thing that tends to happen within the church where there's this judgment that where where people will look at a, a person and go, oh, well, their life doesn't look so good. They must be, it must be sin, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which in another word that we use all the time, sin, which means missing the mark, it's an archery term. And uh, that that whole concept of like, if you don't look a certain way and you don't act a certain way, that that it is somehow, uh, it's indicative of, of sin in your life. Yes, yes, and there's a particular uh, uh, section, uh, you know, in, in John, John nine, where uh, Jesus and his disciples they come upon this blind man, and uh, and the disciples are trying to, you know, they're trying to make sense of this. This guy is blind, and they ask Jesus, they're like, okay, Jesus, who sinned? Was it this guy or his parents? And so they've already determined sin happened. He sinned somewhere because yeah. he's blind. It yeah. had to be because, you know, why would he be blind? And, and, and they, go right, they go right to the judgment of, well, it had to be him or his parents. So Jesus, which one was it? Was it him or his parents? And Jesus' responds, is like, no, actually that isn't what any of this is all about. It's uh, this, this man was born this way so that God could be glorified. What? okay just let that sink in for a minute right how often do we want to make the judgment call on our end and go this is the way something is because this and jesus is going yeah no actually uh it's because this is for god's glory Mm -hmm. and if you know the rest of the story this is where he goes and he spits on the ground and makes mud and he puts it on the guy's eyes and then he says go bathe in the pool of Siloam, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're the big pronunciation guy. You nailed it. Uh, <laughs> which means sent. It means sent. That's what that pool means. That's the me- meaning of the word, sent. So there's all the subtext. There's these things that are going on in the story. That's why I, I love these narratives, because they're so deep. So he goes, and, and, and Jesus goes about this process. He's like, you gotta think about that for a minute. Like. Uh, Jesus could have done, done it any way he wanted to. Yeah, why did he spit in mud? But he creates mud and then tells the guy, go take a bath in this pool called Sit. And I think it's very important for us to take away this process in, we're talking about in God we trust. Do we really trust God? Do we really trust God? Like think about that for a minute. What, what's God doing in your life? How is the healing happening? what is the situation going on where it doesn't look like the way you thought it was supposed to look but he's doing something different for his glory yep Yep. that's the point that is the point of this and for us to be able to embrace that he loves us Mm. that this is a part of a loving discipling process that's a challenge and uh you know letting that sink in and working through that isn't like oh okay got it yeah, it's all good. <laughs> right. I believe it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to kind of bring that forward, and we don't have a lot of time because it's the three of us up here talking, and we've got a lot to do today. But um, that is my big challenge is working past, you know, the things in this life that have told me that have tried to, to put this message into my brain that God doesn't really love you. Or starting off with, he's not really there because he couldn't be if this is the way things are. And then if he is, then he's not loving. He's not loving you in particular, you know. These are lies of evil. And it goes all the way back to the narrative in the Garden of Eden, right? Did God really say that? Is that really the case? You know. So uh, without going down particular rabbit trails uh, with all of that, because there's a lot of deep theology and everything that was uh just throw it out there but um for me that challenge uh i got to a particular point where i was like having panic attacks and i was i used to be a touring musician i was on the road in my 20s and and um god gave me the scripture and i used to write it down and whenever i was like you know really going through a rough time i would go into the bathroom and kind of just read the scripture to myself over and over again and then uh, I accidentally washed it. <laughs> it was like it almost became superstitious because I had this little thing with me. And it's like, I, I knew the scripture and I knew where I could find the scripture, but I had that little piece with me, you know? So that became a thing. And I was like, oh, I'm so bummed out. And uh, one of my friends who was on the tour with me, he, he uh, knew this tattoo artist who was a really good tattoo artist and he was able to get me in with this guy. And so I had the thing tattooed on my arm, so it's not gonna wash away. <laughs> but uh, the scripture was uh, Job 518 uh and uh 518 and 519 but i have 518 on me but it's for he bruises but he binds up he wounds but his hands make whole he shall deliver you in six troubles yes in seven no evil shall touch you it's like holding on to that this truth this powerful truth has really uh that's been a major thing for me and i think what's interesting is actually if you go back to the scripture uh, the the verse right before um 518 517 it's uh basically saying blessed is the one who God corrects mm. that's how he's discipling us blessed are you when God corrects you and correction can look a lot of different ways right I mean he corrected the blind man's blindness but it can also be uh you know a discipline uh, a a a a tough thing that we have to go through but 517 says, blessed is the one who God corrects, and then goes on to say, for he bruises, but he binds up. He wounds, but his hands make whole, right? So I, I find this stuff to be really, really powerful. It's a part of the trusting process, and that's what this whole series is about. We've been talking about generosity, trusting God with our money. Those, it's painful sometimes, you know? Yeah. But
2: but that's, uh, yeah, that's where it's at, man. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting, because like, if, if you, if we're, if we're gonna go deep dives in our own past, <laughs> you, you know, my my past is almost like the the opposite of yours in in a way. Like yeah. you know, in the way that you you struggled, does God really love me? Um, mine was kind of the opposite in that it was God really really loved me as long as I kept performing, mm. right? As long as I was nailing the 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 goals, the targets, the you know all that stuff. As long as I was uh, um, you know making the A's, like literally in school, but also, you know, all around. And, and so, and, but I didn't even know it. Like, I didn't know that was a, a, a deep-seated processing uh, that, that was happening in my brain. And, and so, it, but it still came back to, do I trust that God loves me? Mm. It, it's just from another angle, you know, of what if I don't make it? Mm. it you know, what, what, if, if, what if I don't measure up? What if I don't quite make the all-star team or the, you know, um, Will God actually love me then? and And it was you know it was one, it, I had great parents who loved me and you know taught me a lot of stuff. and and so, but in that process, somewhere in the fallenness of my nature, right? I, I, I learned, oh, yeah, as long as I keep performing, God's pleased with me. Mm. and And I had just enough talent and just enough brains to actually perform decently for a while, you know, and and keep all the plates spinning and everything, so I just, oh yeah. Well, the moment a plate falls, right, or or the moment you don't, you, you look around and you're like, wait a minute, I'm not the smartest guy in the room anymore. I'm not the best at this. There are others who are way better at this than me. There are others who are performing better than me. That's when you start wrestling with, well, do I actually trust that God still loves me, that I am still his beloved? Um, and, and so for me, as I was working through the series, you know, with, with you guys just processing it, the, the trust factor is, am I willing to step out and try something and risk not winning, right, risk failing and still trust that God's going to be with me in the process, and and I wonder, you know, that you look at the disciples, you look at all the things that Jesus invited them to do and, and all the ways, and, and there were times, I mean, Jesus looked at Peter and said, wow, you know, upon this rock, I will build my church, right? And then the very next verse, he calls him Satan and says, get behind me. Mm-hmm. Like, so So there, there are times that I, I look at the disciples and I'm like, you know, I, they didn't always, matter of fact, they rarely got it right early on. It took Jesus working with them and saying, follow me, be with me, listen to me, you know, Receive my instruction, my correction. I like the way you put that. Um, And and then, as they moved on, and Jesus left, but he left his spirit with them, even then there were times that they got it right and times they didn't. They weren't perfect after that. And yet God continued to pour out his spirit on them. He continued to, to say, you know what? The message of the good news needs to keep going out. And yes, you are broken vessels. And you're not always going to get it right. But I want to walk with you anyway. And, and so for me, that, that's where I, I really, as I was thinking about in God we trust, question mark, as I tried to figure out where are places in my life that, that maybe I'm pulling my punches, right? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking like I trust God, but really and truly I've got a plan B and C and D, uh, just in case God doesn't quite show up. And, and maybe it's you know that there are times that I've got to say, okay, God, I'm gonna write my my giving check this month, and, and there's a little more month than 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 you know paycheck, but but I'm gonna do it because I'm gonna trust you, but but I'm gonna do it, and you said to trust you. There are times that that trusting God, saying, God, I'm gonna step out and try this because I I sense you you're calling me to talk to this person or to you know offer this whether it's, it's a, a conversation or whatever it is, I'm gonna do this simply because you said trust me in this. And, and then the hard part is when you do it, and, and then it, it, it doesn't work out. <laughs> that's where the, the rubber meets the road in your faith. Right, that, that's when you look around and you say, wait a minute, I thought I did everything exactly right, why didn't everything work out wonderfully and there was some miraculous you know, thing that happened that cleaned up all my messes you know, that made everything look great? And was it a sin in my life? Did I do something wrong? Maybe I missed the mark somewhere and didn't know it. You know, I, I have a whole list of things that I have to talk to my therapist about as to why I think things didn't go well. You know? And most of the time, it's, you know, sometimes life just happens. And, and it's in the midst of those struggles and, and the hard parts that's generally when God shows up. That's generally when God does his best work in my life. And, and I look back and there are times that I, I'm like, you know, I wish I could struggle with what it, you know, what it's like to be so successful and, you know, that everything turns out well and I, I wish that was the struggle that I had, but I don't. <laughs> and, and, and so stepping into that and saying, God, I'm gonna trust you to show up even when I maybe did everything right and it still didn't work, I'm still gonna trust that you're there and that you love me in that process. For me, that, that's the part about trusting God that gets, I mean, it gets tested a lot uh, in that. And, and so that, that would be my challenge to you is to think about those areas where maybe you're, you're saying, yeah, I trust God, but you also have a plan B and C, right? You know, and, and I trust him, but if he doesn't show up, that's okay, I got it covered. Uh, just in case, what are those areas? Uh, you know, for me, it, it can be finances. It can be my time. It can be it can be relationships. Mm-hmm. Like there, there, there. You know, I only have so many relationship capacity, so much relationship capacity in my life. I mean, that's just normal. Everybody's like that. Uh, and and I look at people and I'm like, well, do it. Do I want to engage in a a deep relationship with them? Because that's giving a part of myself, right? Or do I hold off and wait because maybe somebody cooler who will move me along further in my career will come along? <laughs> um, that's why I like you, show. I mean, um, I... <laughs> that's, But you know, I have to think through all that, and, and and I and it comes from simply going back to Scripture and saying, "Okay, Lord, I, I just want to hear from you. I, I, I just want to listen. I, I want to make sure that I'm in tune with what your Spirit is leading me to do, and I'm going to do my best to trust you in that."
0: Well, I, it, it's interesting listening th- through this. I mean, we talked to this, but I, there's a the theme coming up in my own mind that the idea of God loving us is almost the foundation of belief before you get to trust. I'm an external processor, so just bear with me if that didn't make sense, because um, I'm externally processing, which is dangerous from, you know, when you have a microphone like this. In and front we're, of, recording, and yeah. we're recording. And we're recording, and yeah, for all to hear uh, for generations. Well, we can delete this one if, uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. Um but no, if you think about it, all of, the, all of the places of trust that we deal with, if you whittle it down, it really comes down to, does God love me? Because if he does, that, that pain that I'm experiencing, it, it, it must be for a reason. There must be something good. It's almost like, is he good and loving? Um, and I think that that's the thing that, that probably each of us need to work through a little bit of like, do I actually believe that God loves me? And that's I, such I a that's cliche. Hard.
2: It's hard though, because, um, it, you know, if I love another person, I can give them a hug.
0: Yes. Right? You yes. know,
2: I, I can say, hey, I can tell them I love right. you. Right. And right, right, they right. can hear me. Right. And they can see by the way I act around them if I right. really mean it. Right. It's not like that with God. Right. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't show up in my office, you know, on, on Monday morning and say, great job, Jason. great job, you <laughs> yeah. know, you're, you're really nailing it. Yeah. I really love you. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's just not if he did, right. you all should be worried. Um, <laughs> and, and so, but that's, that's, I think that's the struggle. That's why it's a trust factor. Yes. Right? Am I going to trust that when God says in his word that you are my beloved, mm-hmm. that it's true? Because, I mean, theologically, I don't have a problem saying God loves me. My problem comes, does God like me? <laughs> you know, like, does, does he really, you know, as, as the old, uh, there's an old saying about a guy, who's, old guy's just walking along, and this guy comes up to him and says, why are you so happy? And he says, oh, because the Father is fond of me. Right? What would it be like if you could truly walk through life feeling like God didn't just love you theologically. God was mm. fond of you what would that look like how would that feel yeah. I, and and like you said it's a daily process mm-hmm. it's not a oh check i got it now i'm good yeah 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 it's a daily coming back to that and yeah. trying to lean into that trust
0: well and i think you know again you saying that makes me think that the reason we struggle with god loving us is because we we put him through our lens of love yeah. We, we expect his I love to love me
2: the way I want to be loved. Yes. Which means I really wish I made more it. money. I had it, you know, yeah. like those yes. are the ways right. I would want yep. to bless me. Yep.
0: Uh, yep. And so, yeah, so we put them in, in a box of mm-hmm. if it. Kind of reminds
1: me of the Chronicles of Narnia piece where uh, mm. uh, Jason, you probably could do this better, uh, the, uh, but the whole C.S. Lu- Lewis Lucy? thing, and the uh, the idea that uh, Aslan is dangerous.
2: Yeah, when but Lucy sees him and he's coming back, and, and she's never met him, Yeah, you know, and she's asking Mr. and Mrs. Beaver, mm. right? And she says, you know, oh, is, well, is, he's a lion. Well, I, I, I don't, do I want to get near him, you know? Like, is he safe, is the way that she yeah. asks it. And, and, and Mrs. Beaver says, oh, no, he's not safe, but he's good. Mm. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of the way we can approach God. He's not safe, right? From our perspective. From our perspective. Yes. Um, Interesting. Yeah. But, but he is good. good.
0: Yeah. 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 It's tough, and I, I know. So we, I mean, we were talking about this, and I, I will say, like, uh, I've known CR since I was eighteen, nineteen years old, um, and I remember, you know, I was the the good Christian boy that. Thought CR was just a cynical, uh, dark person, and at times he was. I if, still think that. What do you mean? mean? You should have seen him about 20 years
1: ago. Uh, that's all I got to say. I knew him 20 years ago, uh, but uh, Ecclesiastes might be my favorite.
0: Yeah, Ecclesiastes. Yeah, that, Ecclesiastes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> but I will say, and this is even something I shared with CR on Tuesday, when we were talking through this, is I think he, he, CR has helped me look differently at the way God loves us. Uh, because i was i was very much under the assumption that yeah i, I do the right things if, if i if i follow all the rules right my life is going to be good and to some degree it worked for me that that's the problem some of us are doing something that reinforces our our belief and it's working for us in in our terms it's working for us but what happens when it doesn't work anymore you're you're left with a you're left with a problem that either god isn't who he said he is or he doesn't love me, or, or he's not even real, he's not even there. When we build our life around this idea that, well, God is just going to m- give me all these material things, or just make life good for me if I'm, if I'm good.
2: Which goes back to what he says about avoiding pain. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right what you kind of started yes. with. Is, w- when we think that pain is a sign that God's upset with yes. me, there's the flaw in our yes. logic. Because yes. sometimes the pain is there right. because we need it mm-hmm. to actually understand yes. how much God really and I, And loves I
0: know our, my interaction with CR and even our past and our history has really helped me see that in a different light because I, I saw a guy in CR who, I'm like, he, he loves God. And yet I, I heard his story. I heard the things he had gone through. I, I, I heard the pain. I'd heard, you know, even as a young child, it's like, well, how, how's a child supposed to even, like, deal with this? Like, how how is a child supposed to frame the things that he has went through? And, it, and it, it's through that our relationship that I've actually, and I told him this, like, I've, my mindset has shifted um, because of, again, I just thought, hey, you're a good Christian. You do these things, and God's just going to give you the good stuff. And... Um, And to see that it's not, it's not always like that. Um, and I think for me, that's, it's a very small view of God, because I think for all of us, we know that it is sometimes in the discipline that we grow the most. It is sometimes in the hard times that we grow the most and to take that out, to take that experience out from us, where would we be? Some of us are where we are because of those hard experiences. Uh, I see that in relationships. There's relationships that like, because they went through hell and back, it's now created a bond that's unbreakable. Because they know that it, it lasted through that hell, it lasted through that terrible time, um, and, and I think for us, like, when, if we can, if we can understand and get past, just okay, God, I I know what I'm seeing, I don't like, I know what I'm feeling, I don't like, but I trust you. I trust you that there is good, that's going to come from this. That there is something in me that is being transformed. There's something in me that is growing. And I would encourage all of us today, wherever you are. Um, lean into that, lean into that pain. I mean, we, t- we talk about the Psalms all the time. Like you have David and these people like crying out to God who are just mad and frustrated and scared. Like God can handle that. Um, but that's, I think that's what we have to, to embrace is like, let's not think of God just in this little thing like, oh, well, you know, we're good. So he's gonna give us this little piece of candy. You know what I mean? Like that's not how God works. He has, he's, his thoughts and ways are beyond ours. And there is a, just a level of trust. It's part of our faith, mm-hmm. our faith in Jesus. There's things that we will never fully understand, and that is a part of our faith. And so I wanna, uh, as we close today, Ben, uh, I guess Selena, you can start coming up. I wanna close with just a little I don't know if it's, I'd say it's an exercise or just a, um, just maybe a time of being thoughtful. Um, I want each of us to think about, you know, what is that area? that we struggle trusting God. Like what is, and I think each of us, and maybe you know now, maybe it's something that you're like, oh, yep, I can think of it, I know it. But what is that area that you come back to over and over again? I'm like, you know what, I don't think, I don't think I can trust God. And being honest with that. Maybe maybe it is, work maybe it's something with your job like you know god's not gonna give me what i want i'm gonna i have to do it for myself maybe it's finances we talked about a lot about generosity and money and stewardship this series maybe that's a place where you you know you you hold on and you say you know i can manage this and i can deal with this best myself we've talked about time talked about sabbath if i take a sabbath I'm not gonna be as productive. I, I'm not gonna to get to where I wanna be. And I, I just wanna take I have I have one last question, and it's really this: where where do I lack trust? And what's and what is a step I can take towards trusting God more? And maybe you know, I encouraged us a couple weeks ago to write down distractions. Maybe this is a matter of you know getting your phone out or getting a tab, you know, piece of paper out write down, like, what is that area for you? You know, for CR, he was like, I trust that God, I, I struggle trusting he loves me because of the, the, the things I've seen, the experiences I've had, the pain that I've been through. And Jason was kind of in that same, like, this, this idea of love, like, if, if I don't do the good things, does God love me? And so I just want to take just a second. Let's just think about in your own life, what are the areas that you struggle trusting God? And then maybe even write down what, what is that step of faith that you can take towards trusting him? Let's just take a minute and just work through that. As we close our time today, we're gonna to take communion together. If you didn't get the elements, can you raise your hand so we can get somebody to, to get you? But we're gonna close with communion. And, and to me, you know, taking, taking communion is uh, a reminder of why we do this why we take time out of our day to be in community, why we put our faith in God, why we, why we follow him. And, and this is a reminder of, of where our trust is. It's a trust that, that Jesus came to earth as a man, that he lived a perfect life, that he was crucified, and then three days later rose from the dead. And you know we're, we're gonna be starting into the Advent season here and, and thinking about that, Emmanuel, God, God with us. And that is the season we're entering in, that celebration of, of God emptying himself, Jesus emptying himself to, to come to earth and then giving the ultimate sacrifice because he loves us because he knew that, that we couldn't do it on our own. And so as we, as we take the elements today, let's, let's really reflect on that. Let's really reflect and, and, and remember why we believe what we believe, that the, the faith and the hope of what this symbolizes and represents for us. So let's all take out the wafer together first. the night that Jesus was betrayed he was with his disciples and they they broke bread and Jesus said this is my body which has been broken for you and so let's today let's take this together Later in the evening, he had a glass of wine, and again, he looked at his disciples, and he said, this is my blood, which has been shed for you. So as we take this today, let's celebrate and remember what this means, what his, his blood shedding means for us. Let's take this together. God, we thank you for your sacrifice. We thank you for Jesus. And we thank you for the season that we are entering into, this Advent season, and remembering and celebrating you coming down, Jesus coming to earth as a man. And and we, we trust and we put our faith in that truth, the truth, Of what you went through and what you lived through and what you did on our behalf and god as each of us are are thinking through uh, areas of trust god i pray that that you would give us grace in trusting you that that your holy spirit would give us the strength to trust you more that we'd be able to recognize those places and And god that we'd even be able to just make somewhat of a move forward just just a little move in that direction of trusting you more a step god we love you and we thank you for all that you are doing for all that you are give us grace as we go from here as we